Hello, and welcome to the podcast about Transformers comics, toys, and everything in between. I'm Onyx Prime with my two co-hosts here. Hi, I'm Computron. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. Moving on with our comic discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Drift Origin. And as always, spoiler warning. So if you haven't read it already, we highly recommend you go read it and then come back and listen to the podcast. Now, onwards. Both Computron and myself have read the series already, but this is Kilobyte's first time and we are excited to hear his thoughts about it. Before we dive into that, Computron, do you mind telling us some fun facts? Yeah, uh, so let's get into the hard stuff first. Uh, the first issue for Drift Origins was released September 8th or 9th of 2010, and the fourth and final issue was released October 20th that same year. The writer was Shane McCarthy, and the artist, Alex Milne, and the colors <laughs> by Josh Perez. I love Alex Milne, man. Uh, he's, I can't he's tell. My, my jam. Uh, so, fun facts. Uh, Lockdown, who had previously only appeared in Animated and the Revenge of the Fallen toy line, makes his G1 continuity debut in this issue. Uh, the first instance of IDW bringing in a, in a character from another continuity family to their Generation 1 universe as more of it than a cameo. Uh, Lockdown uses the design of his uh, Revenge of the Fallen toy, uh, albeit with a more uh, G1-ized face. Also, in issue 2 on page 4, panel 2, Josh Perez colors several generics uh, with color layouts based on Buzz Lightyear, and Jesse from Toy Story 2, Mega Man, Proto Man, Turbo, Bulkhead, and Earthworm Jim. Now, uh, Mr. Kilobyte, do you mind giving us a short summary of these comics? Will do. Uh, in these issues, we follow a Decepticon named Deadlock as he is reborn into Drift and learns uh, that strength and brute force aren't the only way to bring back the Cybertron he lost. Uh, this information has been taken from the wiki. Right on. So let's get right to it. So depending on your copy of the comic, some of them will come with a spotlight. And the spotlight is like a short little series before... When, when would it take place? It takes place after Drift after Origin. After the, the Origin, yes. Yeah, and then, yeah, so there's that. But uh, in, in that short series, we're introduced to the Wreckers, our main protagonist, Drift, then Perceptor is immediately blasted in that comic spotlight. What's your thoughts <laughs> on this short little event? I thought it was fun, sweet, uh, a little bit funny because uh, Drift is like hiding his uh, real appearance under like uh, I guess it's like leather or maybe some fur clothing. It's like a cloak, right? It's like a cloak. Yeah, it just looks like a humanoid figure, but he has a lot of sharp. And goes to him in bot mode. So I thought it was funny how just a piece of cloth just hides the sharp edges when it really isn't supposed to. Right. At least he's doing a better job than Ultra Magnus from the next six series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those shoulders are very hard to hide, though. <laughs> that reminds me of, like, uh, oh gosh, what was it? One of the Halo games where like Master Chief has like a like a hooded like leather hoodie or cape on him and he's trying to hide. I'm like, dude, you're in armor already. Nobody knows who you are besides your armor. <laughs> yeah, I think you. Uh, I think that was the fifth one. 
Uh, okay, that one. I was like, this, this doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but it's also like I think uh, you said, somebody said earlier was that um, it it wasn't the first time we saw, or it wasn't the last time we saw that. I guess uh, camouflage ish thing, right? Because uh, when we meet Wing, he's wearing the same thing, right? It's like a cloak, right? Yeah. 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 On the, in this origin or in the spotlight, uh, we meet a Decepticon called Turmoil. Which I feel it's like a little bit of a like a great value Megatron, because <laughs> that's exactly what he's saying. It's because he he has the cannon. He kind of looks a little bit. Uh, he looks like as bulky as Megatron. The face is is different, but like the whole cannon and I feel like the inspiration for his design was a little bit Megatron ish. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like discount Megatron, scheme, like you said. What though? My color scheme is amazing. Oh yeah. The, yeah, the black of the, the little yeah. blue. Yeah, great. Um, we meet Turmoil, and we also meet uh, the daddy of all Autobots, Mr. Cup. Daddy? What? I say what? that because he is the sassiest person here, and he's got, he's got the dad sass down to the dime, man. Like, All right, I know what uh, Computron's into. That's okay. <laughs> I saw him more of a, like the grandpa to everybody. But... Right, right, right. I mean, uh, <laughs> shirt. I'm <laughs> <laughs> into grandpas. Is there anything else you wanna you wanna talk about in the spotlight before we move on yes. to origins? There, there is one more thing I want to cover because this is something Onyx and I were covering as I was reading it. Uh, there is one bot that looks like Sandstorm, uh, yeah. and and Onyx was saying that it's not Sandstorm, and I was saying that it is Sandstorm, and so we tried to figure out who it was, and it wasn't very clear. So if any of the viewer or listeners out there uh, uh, see who you side with, like let us know if you think it's Sandstorm or if it's not Sandstorm. I thought we we found out it was uh, Sandstorm. It just yeah, was, was a, a different design. He right? was a wrecker, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a wrecker at one point, but the the design in this this comic series does not look like the Sandstorm in the rest of the comics. If that makes sense. Well, I mean, they do reuse a lot of designs. Well, he looks way different. What I'm saying. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I couldn't recognize him, but uh, maybe I'm just stupid. Mm-hmm. No, all right, come on. <laughs> Don't do that. We're all friends here. Stupid. I... <laughs> I, I know we tried to, and, we, and I found some pictures, but none of the pictures looked like that one, or like the the head was the color was different than in here, so we were we weren't sure. And I thought we just left it there. We're like, agree to disagree, and that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I think we found someone that said it was Sandstorm, but I I'm still it's not Sandstorm to me. <laughs> <laughs> At least not the Sandstorm I know and love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if that's it, uh, in Drift's origins, we're thrown with the character Deadlock kicking some Autobot tailpipe, but he did it by disobeying orders, thus getting banished and escaping, which is weird, I guess. Like you're banished, like no, I'm escaping. That's like getting kicked out after you said you're gonna leave. <laughs> it's funny to me, Get, I guess. Getting getting fired after you quit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's your thoughts? Like, this is a new character being introduced um, overall to the Transformers, right? 
they wanted like uh, a new character that was bad, but now he's good, and Deadlock is their bot. What's your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I don't. I guess I don't have any. I do like the character arc that they picked. I just not sure. You know, I, I'm not sure there's any other bot I would disagree with. Fair enough. Killbite. I think I really like uh, Deadlock, and I really like uh, his uh, his attitude. Because also the the like the person that was in charge is also turmoil. Even though we meet him in the spotlight uh, further on uh, in the story, like in, in a future event, right? Uh, so the, the, you can see the history and why in the spotlight uh, he says he's a traitor and everything. Uh, so I really do like uh, that attitude for Deadlock, and yeah. I feel like uh, it's a, it's a good fit. Especially with his whole character arc here, when he becomes Drift, uh, or yeah. changes his name to Drift, and slowly becomes its own, uh, a, a different bot. Right. I'd actually have a question with this. This is the first time we'll see a very uh, total evil uh, Decepticon kind of transform into a Autobot, but. Uh, there's only one other time in the comics we'll see this, right? Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see a couple things actually. It. We'll see a couple things. We'll see an Autobot transition to a Decepticon later on. We'll see. Uh, I'm trying to think of those like kind of transitions because yeah. it, it really shows like people are really like I don't know what to pick, kind of you know. Right, right. No, there, it's yeah. good stuff. Um, yeah, which is something the car- the cartoons have always done. Because uh, if I'm not mistaken, Jetfire in G1 was a Decepticon, and then he switched exactly. to to an Autobot. Exactly. And in our yeah. in our Armada, there was an Autobot that switched to a Decepticon because he felt betrayed. Right. Uh, I don't remember. I don't Sideswipe. remember his name because Sideswipe was it? Okay, because I, I his design is very different. The Sideswipe. So I always get it confused, and, and they use so many names for different bots there that are not even the same. So it's just kind of a little bit hard. Right. But yeah. So, and yeah. there's so many names that are so similar <laughs> in that series. There's Sideswipe and Sideways, and you're just like, okay. <laughs> um, so kind of coming back uh, to Deadlock, um, one of the things I kind of found ironic is, is like, you know how you're, you, you guys were talking about, like, it was either um like i equipped i escaped kind of thing or mm-hmm. you're banished or i escaped kind of thing and you know back to that whole debacle i just to me it was just ironic that the thing he got banished for wasn't being like a lighthearted individual that you would expect somebody that's going to be an autobot would do no he literally got banished for literally being too brutal of a decepticon it's like okay <laughs> he was overqualified you know you know yeah. it happens to all of us you get overqualified and they fire you or they don't hire you <laughs> I mean, yep. this is like as you know like you know if you're reading this you're thinking okay well drift kind of turns into an autobot and it was a decepticon i wonder if it was because he was too kind of an individual because <laughs> you're like, no. like, like this guy's a real nice guy and then you're reading the origins you're like no that's because he's a jerk he's a big <laughs> jerk <laughs> he's a jerk and he's really good at his job yeah. yep. which which kind of brings up so he went escaping he crash lands next to crystal city 
and he meets this character named Wing. Now, uh, at this point, Deadlock doesn't have any weapons, and Wing wants to help him because Wing is good. Wing is like the pure good guy who's trying to convince Deadlock to change his ways. And he said he'll help him, help Deadlock, if Deadlock will help Wing. He's like, okay, we gotta save these slaves over here. I think they're slaves, right? It's a slave trade. It's a slave trade, yeah. Deadlock quips to Wing, which is very Decepticon-like. I'll need a gun. Two guns. Uh, just, I don't know, it got me. <laughs> I like how it takes him a moment, like he was like, I need a weapon. And then he looks down at all the bad guys, and then he looks back at the guy and goes, uh, yeah, I only need two. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also in Decepticon fashion, every time there's somebody that's trying to be good or trying to see good in others, he's always like, he sounds like an Autobot. That's it. Right. That's always the... <laughs> And yeah, moving on from that point of view, for onward, he, Deadlock gets his uh, tailpipe kicked. Yep. Yeah, which is and something he's not used to. Two guns. No, not even yeah. once. <laughs> no. Uh, something he's not used to. So, Wing, being the pure um, Autobot, he is. Well, he's not quite an Autobot, right? Pretty much the pure bot he is. Pure yeah. bot he is. Uh, uh, yeah. takes Deadlock in and repairs him. And this is the only part I have a problem with this comic. From here on forward, this entire series suffers from one thing. It's like everyone in Crystal City has the same face syndrome. Yep. It's really hard yep. to tell them apart. It's like they all go to the same plastic surgeon. I actually or have a metal surgeon. about yes. that, Onyx. Because, like, you look at everybody's uh, helmets, and they all have, like, the same helmet. Right. And then I'm looking at the helmet, and I'm just, like, studying it. And mm-hmm. later on, we're going to meet an individual named Sunder. And the helmet, their helmets look almost identical to Sunder's helmet, albeit with the, uh, with the modifications. And I'm like, wait a minute. Was this dude from Crystal City? And so now... He might be. Now I'm like, wait, wait a minute, what happened? I'll I'll check into that, but yeah, that's that's the only negative I have about this comic. Is like every once in a while I'm just like, who's this guy? He looks like this guy. Who's this guy? I couldn't yeah. tell. For, I had to like reread like two pages because I couldn't tell if it was drift or wing talking. I'm like, oh gosh, I got to restart. Hold on. Okay, Decepticon badge. Following this one. Okay, right. drift talking. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I thought it was uh, it's interesting because we see other bots with different colors and it's easier to distinguish them. But the yeah. ones that they give us to follow the story are both white and red. Right, they're and all they, white and the face red. is the same. <laughs> it's like, what is going on here? I can't tell. Uh, so I, I did a quick Google and Sunder, it does not mention anything about Crystal City or any connections but i do see the the somewhat resemblance it's like there's there's obvious non-resemblance right but like if you see past that it's kind of the same face design like if you see past the big discs that he has on his head yeah but yeah back to this comic yeah (laughs) yeah so uh, i really enjoy this comic uh the it's one of those Decepticons to Autobot redemption arcs. And this is definitely that. It's interesting to see Die Atlas. Die Atlas, yeah, we haven't seen him in yeah. a bit. 
Yep, he's yeah. back. Uh, and uh, it was interesting to see Dialis, and it was interesting to see Dialis lead a charge during a fight. Right, because he was very much of a pacifist the last time we very saw him. Very much, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, and he was he, he was very adamant here. Yeah, he was very against that. But then he thought about it, it as like, well, in the long run, less of us will die if we fight now. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And all of this is to protect the, the, the inhabitants of Crystal City. Because this city is not even out in the open. It's like underground, uh, hidden from the war and everything. It's Yeah, it's the... They, there's no war, there's no fighting, there's everybody's in, at peace here. Right. So... Uh, yeah. They're trying to protect that. Which was an excellent fight scene uh, at the end where we get the battle between Lockdown, who comes into play, who's trying to actually recruit Drift back. Yep, he tracks him down. And I'm, I was very happy to see him because I, I really liked him in animated. And so right. he pops out, I'm like, yes. <laughs> he looks like a mishmash of the Revenge of the Fallen and the animated version put together right because he's kind of like got the style like body shape of revenge of the fallen but colored like the animated version yeah which was fun to see yeah so i I really really enjoyed seeing him again and uh, having him be a little bit of a a villainish to uh drift uh it's not gonna be like the last thing we'll see him in right Oh yeah, we'll see Drift a lot coming up. Um, I think he comes back around the more meets the eyes era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I wonder if he still does the the trope from animated where he collected trope. He was kind of like a, the predator, uh, oh, so he collected like yeah. And, and animated, he kind of collected trophies. Right. And so he would he would take something from the bots and uh, upgrade himself uh, with it, it. It's hinted at here. Um, I don't think we get a good panel of it in this comic, though. I think yeah. it's hinted out later. Um, yeah. Okay, okay. At least he has that. That was pretty, I thought that was very cool, especially with the the ratchet gun. Um. So, you know, to kind of wrap it up, it's kind of a short story kind of comic right yeah um but one of my favorite things i liked about this uh series that we read i mean we obviously didn't go into uh drift uh, uh the the other drift series just this uh, drift origins mm-hmm. um and i kind of liked overall how the story was kind of like tarantino'd in a way like i don't know if you guys know what i mean by that but like no go ahead and explain there's like a you know there's some Quentin Tarantino movies you watch where you'll start with the end of the movie at the beginning and then he oh. takes you through the whole movie to figure out how that happened kind of thing. Right. I don't know exactly yeah. what the what it's called or what that cinematic effect is, but I to me I was like oh look it's a Tarantino effect. But it was nice to see like you get to see Drift and he's like this good Samaritan and he's just trying to fight off the subcons and be a good guy. And then it puts you in the very beginning of Drift Origins where he is very much not like that at all. And you're like, okay, well, now we got to figure out how that happened. And so <laughs> to me overall, I, I really enjoyed the comic because I, I guess I kind of like that kind of thing. Like, I don't know. It's like, you know, it, to some viewers, like if you tell them a spoiler, they're like, okay, now I got to figure out how, how that happened because that doesn't make any sense to me. And so 
Uh, it's yeah to me i I really enjoyed that's what one of my favorite things i enjoyed about the comic i don't know about you guys but uh overall that's the kind of stories i guess i like to read they do it quite a bit in more than meets the eye and last night yeah yeah that's that's when it picks up i think honestly and i like the sequel series to this which doesn't take place after this it takes place way in the future from this but i do like empire stone later on yeah, it's Empire Stone. That's the one. I was thinking yeah, about. I still haven't reached that yet. <laughs> Kill by any last thoughts? Oh, I've I enjoyed it. I I like the character even more now because I've 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 heard of Drift and I've seen him before. I never knew his story, but I always thought he was cool, especially the two samurai swords. And it's like, who doesn't like samurais? Uh, right. Which. Which makes me feel a little bit bad because uh, since I didn't know he was deadlocked, even though they both have the same Cybertronian alternate mode, even though one is white and one is black, when the TCG came out, I'm like, oh, cool, deadlock. That's cool. I-, I like that car. And then you're like, but that's also Drift. And I'm like, wait, what? And then I looked at the picture <laughs> and I'm like, oh, they're the same. Oh, I feel so <laughs> yeah. bad now. How did I not notice this before? Especially like the face is very similar, just one white, one black. And I'm right. like, oh. I'm, I'm so I, dumb. <laughs> I'm sad we didn't get like an actual drift in that in that product game. Yeah, they, they did the like one beautiful art style that I really that kind of sticks me out. Like if I'm gonna remember anything about this comic, it's that one scene where Drift is uh, driving through Japan in the oh, in uh, Tokyo cherry blossom. Yeah, yeah, that was very yeah. pretty. It was pretty. Like I'm like, okay, I'm probably gonna forget everything about this, but that scene, I'm gonna remember. <laughs> they're yep. They're also gonna yeah. forget about that scene because that's the last time we see him in that alt mode. Yeah. <laughs> he gets a whole different <laughs> alt mode next time we see him. <laughs> but I, I do like that uh, they they show you how he got uh, his sword. Uh, I can't remember the name, but it uh, it uses your it's spark. A great sword, I think. Uh, I could be wrong. The great sword. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it uses your spark to do some damage, so it does hurt the user. Uh, but I thought it was uh, it was cool. It's the same sword both your guys's toys came with. The, uh, the yes, the uh, six shot yes, and it is. the um, overlord. Yeah, which I thought was cool. And then when mine came in, I was like, "Where's my sword?" <laughs> <laughs> I actually have two swords. I know that's why I said that both of you guys got two swords. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said I, I was thought you were implying like a sword piece kind of thing. Oh, I don't know. But, yeah, uh, we we don't have any emails to read today. Although uh, listeners, feel free to send us whatever you like. Either it's correcting us on one thing, or if there's something you want us to look check out, or just want to send a nice message saying greetings from Earth. We like our Earth friends. Do you guys have anything for toys or anything else before we check out? I uh, got nothing. Yeah, I don't have anything this time. I'm still looking for new toys. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I... Honey, I need to make a stop by Target. You can go look at the <laughs> furniture aisle. That's what I do. Um <laughs> I don't know if we mentioned this in the previous recording, but I finished my Power of the Primes Shattered Glass version of Grimlock, which is inspired by the Trypticon colors. He's black, purple, and uh, lots of stuff in between, but 
I think it turned out great. It was my first time using an airbrush, and I think it turned out good. There's lots of photos. They'll be on our Twitter, and you can find it on all our other social medias as well. We have it on Instagram and Facebook. Absolutely. I, I was listening to the last recorded, and I think Soundwave mentions that, which is great that he's listening to us. Yeah. He, I mean, he hears yeah. everything, so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he needs to make sure we're not saying anything bad about Decepticons. Yeah, I think he's planning something. If you're listening to this, hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, Computron, do you want to take us out on this one? Yeah. Uh, so... Alrighty. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, till all are one. Till all are one. Till all are one. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you're interested in more content, Try checking out the spin-off D&D series, Transform and Rollout, Rise of the World Killers.